Welcome to Ian Hates Conversations. My name is Ian, and on this episode, I have Kevin of Old Wounds joining me. I spoke to Kevin as he was out on tour with Old Wounds and right after their new album, Glow, came out on Good Fight Music. I hope you've had a chance to check out Glow, and if you haven't, you're definitely missing out. We've got a lot to cover, so let's begin with the track, Give a Name to Your Pain, off Glow. Enjoy. Alright everyone, and welcome back to Ian Hates Conversations. I am here right now with Kevin of Old Wounds. He is on the phone and in Los Angeles, I believe. Kevin, how are you doing today? We talked a little bit off air about how you're doing, but for everyone else, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. Uh, thank you for asking. Um, we just rolled into uh, to LA earlier today and just uh, spending some free time before the show, cleaning up you know, doing a bit of laundry and whatnot. And, uh, yeah, we're very excited for the show tonight here uh, in L.A. Very cool. And I know you had some prep work to do for the show, you know, doing laundry, getting things taken care of. Now, I also know you're still vegan, correct? Yes. Is it very, I mean, this might be very cliche, but I'm sure with, you know, L.A., it's maybe not as difficult. But when you're looking for food and everything, how is it while you're on tour trying to find places where you can actually eat it is not a problem whatsoever for us i mean i have that i have the happy cow app that tells me anywhere in the nearest vicinity if there's a vegan restaurant or even a place that has one or two vegan options okay and and if all else fails there's always a taco bell late at night after a show and you know we can get some bean burritos that way ah there you go okay so it's not as bad as i thought it would be okay that's, that's no, no. I mean, a lot of the bands that I idolized, you know, were touring in the '90s, and they were vegan, and 
the options then were very, very slim. So right. we're, I'm actually very fortunate that there are plenty of uh, options for us. Absolutely. It also makes it it all it also makes it easier that you know everyone in the band has similar similar uh, eating habits. Oh, so. I didn't know that. Okay, so the rest of the band. So what? Michael, Michael, Matt, and Ben. Yep. Okay. All right. Well, that yeah, that works out perfectly. You guys don't have to keep on going to different places. So that's awesome. I usually keep a good amount of vegans around me. <laughs> <laughs> that works. Well, it just it's just easier that way, you know. It's, yeah, I would imagine so. I would imagine so. I guess I tend to keep a lot of meat eaters around me. So that that's makes fine. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you want to be around the people that you want to eat with, you know. <laughs> yeah. It's very true. See, for me and this is way off topic, but for me, I think one of the reasons why I haven't been able to go vegan or vegetarian or something like that is I'm a very texture-based eater. So sure. I have tried before, but it just doesn't work. Gotcha. Well, there's there, there's there's new stuff being made every day by some pretty good companies that are, are making meat alternatives. I'm sure one day that they're going to make something that might suit you better as far as the way that you like to eat. Oh, for sure. You never know. You never know. Yeah, well, let no, me... <laughs> no, of course. <laughs> well, let me, just for sure, I wanted to say right away that I am very happy to have you on the show. We talked briefly off air about it, but I am a huge fan of what you've Thank done. You. Yeah, absolutely. In Old Wounds, I knew you had to step away, you know, in 2016, but it was very, very cool news to hear that you were back. So I'm happy to be, you know, able to have you on the show and talk about everything that's going on. So congratulations on Glow. I know you're out on tour right now. I know you started also the tour a little bit before Glow actually came out. Has anything changed for you on tour since the album actually dropped? Well, thank you very much for the for the kind words first, uh first of all. And uh but since being on tour the, the response to the record has been awesome. Um, I'm very flattered at the amount of people that have been giving a, giving it a listen and, you know, saying very nice things. And, you know, there's always people that aren't going to be into what it is you're doing. So I'll take that as well. Any sort of feedback is, is, is greatly appreciated. But the response has been really cool. And I know my bandmates and I are very stoked on it. Oh, very good. Yeah. I would hope you wouldn't want to put out an album that you didn't want to put out. So <laughs> No, I mean we we're we're very happy with, with everything that went into the process of Glow and playing new songs live and and all of that. Well, since I haven't had a chance to see you live since Glow came out and you're kind of making your way through the country right now, is the set list very heavy? on glow tracks are you also you know dipping back into past albums and eps we play everything oh, okay. uh we, we we play stuff from every record i mean we play uh one song from the first record okay and we play a bunch of stuff off of the suffering spirit and some some of the new stuff sprinkled in we don't want to bombard we don't want to bombard people with the new stuff yet but <laughs> All right. we I mean, if you play in a band, it's 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 really hard to get up there every night and play songs that you've been playing for five years, and it's very refreshing to play new ones that you've written. Right. Um, so there's a certain energy that goes into playing new songs um, when you're playing in a band. Right. But uh, we're we're playing stuff from from each of our full length records. Oh, okay. So then with. You being, you know, stepping away for a little bit and then coming back to the band. Have you just been completely reinvigorated to even play those songs that before you might have been a little bit like, oh, I'm a little tired of this one, but now you've kind of got that energy back to do it again? Um, yeah, I mean, in a way, we have a new guitar player, right? Obviously, and he adds a different dynamic that we were missing for a long time, and. Yes, we're playing songs off those records, but he adds subtle nuances and little things here and here and there that that makes it his own, as if he was a part of the band since the beginning. Right. Um. So it's it, it's very refreshing. And Matt, who plays drums, I mean, he should be playing in like a crazy death metal band. That's, <laughs> that's how technical. That's how technical the kid can play. Yeah. Um. He he adds a lot of stuff that wasn't able to be played on the first re first record and second record and 
you know, we do that stuff live and it's it, it just, it's fun. You know, it's like, it's almost as if every night we get up there and we're just playing to ourselves, not even knowing that there's a crowd watching us. And like, we, we're just, we're just performing as if we were playing in our garage. If, if that makes any sense, you know, we're just getting up there, sweating our asses off and, <laughs> and playing these songs. And, you know, once in a while they'll, they'll do something different here and there. And I'm like, wow, whatever it was you did last night sounded, really cool we should continue to do that so a lot of the times that happens um but yeah we're uh it's very refreshing to play the old stuff but even obviously more so the new stuff because it's it's very brand new to us right yeah and i guess just in general with everything you're learning about the you know quote-unquote new guys does old wounds feel like a brand new band to you right now um it definitely feels like a reinvention, mm-hmm. but honoring what it was before. Okay. Uh, if that makes any sense. <laughs> yeah. Uh, basically, you know, with the addition of of new members and lineup changes, certain influences change, people change, people grow. I'm not the same person I was seven years ago when we started this, you know? Right. Um, so, but yeah, basically... It's it's been it's been a lot of fun working working with Ben and Matt and Mikey. This is the most organic that the band has ever worked, has ever written songs. Mm-hmm. I don't need I don't need to go to them and be like, hey, I think we should write songs that sound like this, which is how it used to be. Ah, okay. Now, just because everyone is so in tune and everyone is so together on you know the influences that we share and the types of shows we want to play. And, and all of that, it's you know they write songs, and I don't even need I don't need to tell them you know what I what I want to sing, and you know over the certain types of songs, every everything that Ben and Matt has delivered to me, I was a big fan of from the get go. So it's a uh, it's very refreshing not having to uh, tell people what to do as far as <laughs> the music <laughs> writing aspect goes. Right, and they you know and then they let me do my thing. You know, I'm writing the lyrics. I control a lot of the artwork. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's everyone has their their creative juices flowing in many different directions, but it's all working and spinning the wheels more cohesively than it's ever been. Very cool. Yeah, that's great to hear. Yeah, you want, I mean, obviously you want a band that's very cohesive. And, you know, I've, I've followed the band for a really long time, so... And it didn't always seem like it was that way. So sure. it's great. Yeah, it's absolutely great to hear that. So you mentioned that you are doing some of the artwork as well. Did you design the cover for the album for Glow? I I, I did not design the cover. But okay. the overall theme of, uh, of the record um, dealt a lot with my personal bouts with illness and right. um we we had a specific sound in mind for the record and I had a specific idea on how I wanted it to look and I wanted it to look dated as if it came from an era that is not the one we're living in right now. Sure. Um, but Johanna Sticklin, um, uh, some chick from Canada who's friends with Ben, our guitar player, mm-hmm. uh, is a, a really awesome photographer and she took all the photos for the record. Ah. Um, but we twisted them and made them, you know, slightly, the old wounds of five them, if yes. you will. That's a good way to put it. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that, that works out perfectly. So with this new album, you talk about writing it differently and obviously with newer members and lineup changes, that makes complete sense. So did you write all the lyrics yourself before you got music or did you let the guys do music and then come to you and then you kind of shape that vision from there? I'm, I'm constantly being influenced by, by movies. I watch mm-hmm. television shows, comic books. I read regular books. I read, um, just everyday life. So yeah. I'm const I'm constantly writing. I'm constantly writing lyrics. So I have, I have notebooks and notebooks of lyrics that, I'm continuously going to and adding to these notebooks. So I had, I had a lot of these lyrics written before the album itself was, uh, was written. Okay. Um, 
but it it, it called it all came into place when you know shortly after I left and right before I left I was getting sick and I was dealing with the Crohn's flare up and right. lo and behold as soon as I left a month later I was hospitalized and I had to have emergency surgery right. so a lot of the lyrics I, I wrote while I was recovering from uh, from my surgeries oh okay. I see. So you had most of that done. And yeah, I mean, obviously, I'm sure people have said it before, but it's really great to have you back after having to deal with all that. I know touring took a lot out of you during that time as well. Now that you're back on tour, are you still feeling confident in yourself? Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I'm confident that I'll, I feel well enough to uh, to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I... If I have a second guess, I'll you know I'll handle my uh, my medical issues. Right. But I uh, you know I, while the moment I left, I, it was an instant regret oh. on both parties. Um, there was some inner turmoil. You know, things happen. You, sure. People grow. People change. When you're in a touring band, you're constantly rubbing elbows with people 24/7. You're going to get on each other's nerves. You're not always going to agree on things. And uh, towards the end, I was feeling feeling pretty sick, and uh, I just felt like things were not working the way that I wanted them. But I, I I came to my senses shortly after I had left, and we we both came to terms and uh, realized that we sort of needed each other. Right. But that was with this current lineup, right? Because there's a lot of I mean. For people that don't know, you know, the last, what, 11, 12, maybe more months or so, there was a lot of changes in Old Wounds besides Brandon leaving and then Zach leaving and then you coming back. So a quick question. So were you officially back in the band before Zach left officially? Yes, I was. Okay. And then we all know what happened with Zach. So then you decide to continue on with the band. Now, since the album has come out, have you talked to Zach? Have you talked to Brandon at all? I know you guys had some turmoil back then, but has anything been sure. worked out at all? I have, I have, I have not spoken to them. Okay. Um, I wish Brandon well. You know, we had a lot of different ideas on how we wanted the band to be ran. Right. Um, but at the end of the day, I respect him and I respect his work ethic. Mm-hmm. I wish him well. I have not spoken to Zach. Oh, okay. And I, I don't plan on speaking to Zach. <laughs> I gotcha. All right. So yeah, that's that's all. That's all I really got to say about them. Though. And I'm not gonna go in because why even go into that stuff? There's no point. I to mean, it. Yeah. I, I've spoken about it a few different times now. If you, if anyone is interested in reading up on it, they can find anything they want on any media outlet i'm sure oh absolutely absolutely so then let's go back to glow itself then so there's a lot of changes between glow and the suffering spirit and you know from where we came all different and now you've never struck me as a person that would want to make the same album over and over again so oh no no (laughs) definitely not so i totally get that now you say that all the rest of the band right now, you guys are on the same wavelength. You've got everything clicking. So when you come in with a track like, especially for me, being a very longtime fan, you hear something like Beauty Mark, and it's so completely different than anything that sure. Old Wounds has done in the past. How did you talk that out and really know that that's the direction you wanted to go on a track like that? I think all of my favorite albums, you know, what's fascinating about them is every song sounds different and it sounds like it could have potentially been written by a different band. Mm-hmm. We wanted to, you know, step outside the box and look at ourselves as musicians and just take it as far as we can. And with the addition of Ben comes the addition of a lot of melody as far as the guitar is concerned. And right. I've been singing in, in choir all my life. Mm-hmm. And if you listen to the first record, there's some clean singing parts. If you listen to the second record, there's some clean singing parts. They're sprinkled in there. There's not too many. Yeah, yeah. But they are there. They are there if you listen to them. Yep. And uh, it's just something that I've I've always I've always wanted to do is, uh, you know, just just sing. Um, 
So we added a lot of a lot of new stuff to us, but it was very fun in writing. Uh, and like you said, I think the only way to have longevity in in playing in a band or being a musician is taking risk and writing stuff that's refreshing to you that you haven't written before, you know? Right. Absolutely. So when you put Glow together, would there be a chance that when you tour in the future, would you ever do, you know, the entire album front to back if you could? If I could, absolutely. I think I think we all can agree that it's like the greatest thing that we've done and we we're we're big fans of the album. I, I would love to play every song on the record. If we can make that work somehow, I'd love to. I think that would be awesome. I mean, I'm sure that's not just my opinion. I'm sure that's a well, lot of you. other people's. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm going to bounce around here a little bit. You've mixed a lot of different genres into what sure. you're doing with Glow. Do you still consider yourself a hardcore band? I consider myself a hardcore kid. There you go. Okay. <laughs> um, I would still consider us a hardcore band based on how we live. Mm-hmm. And based on our influences, that that's always going to be there, right? You know, we we made we made our mark, and that was that was that. But just because we're you know we're taking risks as as songwriters doesn't mean that we're not hardcore kids and we're not a hardcore band. Right. I think that uh, a lot of people have that mindset where oh, if it doesn't sound like Crow Mag, they're not a hardcore band, or <laughs> if it doesn't sound like Bad Brains, and they're not a hardcore band. Sure. If it doesn't sound like Hatebreed, they're not a hardcore band. Well. There's so many different bands that fall into the hardcore category. I mean, Converge doesn't sound like the Dead Kennedys, right? Right. I feel yep. like it's just a wide spectrum of 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 music and genre and subculture. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still think we're a hardcore band. I think so we're too. Just yeah. Writing refreshing music. Yeah, yeah. There you go. There you go. And yeah, that's kind of where I was going with that. Is that you know you look at a band like Turnstile, like Vane. They're adding experimental elements to that hardcore part of them. You have bands like Knock Loose. So, and then you look at yourselves who are adding, it seems like you've got metalcore, post-hardcore, like old-school screamo in there along with the hardcore, some goth rock as well, you know, whatever you want to call it. Do you think that that helps with the hardcore scene now? Because, you know, just like you said, it doesn't really matter necessarily as long as you've got that attitude. Sure. I think that I think that I think that the attitude. I think hard. I think hardcore is a mindset. I don't, mm-hmm. and I think it's a way of life. I don't think it's a sound. You can't. You can't just say that hardcore is one sound. That's just that's ludicrous to say. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, to me, it's a mindset, and it's always been a mindset. Um, but yeah, that's how I feel about that. <laughs> yeah. No, that that makes total sense. So you said you have a lot of influences, and you said you used a lot of influences on Glow. Was there anyone sure. that you know really came out of you in this album, or anyone recently that you've been influenced by when you were putting the album together? Um, I don't know per se. I mean, when we were writing the record, we were listening to a lot of Nirvana and a lot of Alice in Chains, and mm-hmm. we were listening to a lot of Deftones. Oh sure. Um, and we've always we've always been huge fans of the post punk bands and the death rock bands of the eighties. Um, so I, I just think that we're big fans of music, and we wanted to write something that was refreshing to us, and not just you know put together a bunch of mosh parts and right. a bunch of fast parts and call it a day because we've been waiting. You know we. I feel like people have been expecting us to release some sort of music for a while now. Um, so we, we, we didn't just want to release the the same thing that we've done before, if that makes any sense. Oh, no, absolutely. But I would also counter a little bit and say that I think, or I don't know if people even expected you to come back. That was a surprise, too, in a way. Yeah. You know, I and I I might be off on that, but it always seemed to me that yeah, maybe you know when originally when Brandon and Zach were still in the band, they had talked about possibly putting out another album like last summer, but then sure, yeah, no, the, the, you know, and there there were those talks, there were those conversations, but it it didn't come through fruition, like I said, because they kind of came to their senses, and we've had conversations, and we made amends, and. Yeah. 
you know, now I basically, there's, there's no, there's no like major ego in the band anymore. And it's, it's just ran the way it's always should have been ran. You know, we're, we're friends and we want to write music. We want to play shows. We want to have a good time. And that's the most important thing to us. So exactly. So when you came back to the band and you put out that single, only your enemies leave roses, that's not actually on glow. No, no. Was there a reason? Did it not fit into the flow of the album? Is that why you didn't want to put it on? Well, we actually had written that song without Ben. Oh, okay. And we we wanted to keep um, Glow very much something that Ben was involved in. Mm-hmm. So that's why that, that that song was not featured on the the album. I see. But uh, Matt Matt the drummer actually wrote that song on guitar. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Very interesting. All right. So and. Ben used to be in Exalt, right? Uh, he still is. They're just uh, they just they don't play often, and you know he still wants to go on tour and still wants to write music. So very cool. Well, how'd that relationship start? I know that you had toured with Exalt before, but did you guys just become really good friends and you wanted him in the band? I'm sorry, say that again. I know that you and Ben had toured before. But then yeah. how did you get him into the band? Like, you know, you just had a friendship and you said, hey, I want you to come here and also do that. Well, basically, that sounds like the conversation that him and I had. <laughs> uh, um, ben and I met years ago on tour. Balloons and Exalt were very close friends. And mm-hmm. Him and I have been very close since. You know, we, we, would, we would always contact one another, ask how we, how we were doing. And he was just always one of the individuals that, I felt was near and dear to me, uh, especially out of all the people that I've been on tour. And, uh, you know, I called him and asked him if he wanted to play in the band originally as a, a, a second guitar player. And oh. everything that happened happened and it mm-hmm. just worked out that he still wanted to hang around us. And, <laughs> uh, yep, there's, there's that. That's great. So I'm going to go back to Glow once again. And for the first single, it was give a name to your pain. And sure. I just wanted to ask for the album itself, why was that chosen as the first single? Uh, well, I had, because of the record, because the record is so diverse, I had this idea in my head that we should release a track like Beauty Mark first and ah. kind of give people a mind fuck <laughs> that, that, that they wouldn't be expecting a song like that. Um, right. But I thought it would be a good idea to release one of the heavier tracks first, and that just happens to be the heaviest track on the record. And uh, I, I felt like it was a good, strong uh, song to lead with. And yeah, that's basically what what made that decision. Yeah, we just we all agreed that that was a good song that should be should be released first. And it is a damn good song. So I completely well, agree. Yeah, absolutely. So now, hopefully, though. I don't lose scene points on this question, though, because you've got a feature from Lee Acosta Lewis. And yeah. I looked up to see who that was, and I could not find anything. Yeah, you'll never, you, you won't ever find anything. Okay. All right. From, from that individual. <laughs> he sings in a band called Division of Mind. They're a hardcore band from Richmond. Um, but he's, he's pretty off the grid. So. Ah, okay. Can you repeat the name of that band again? Division of Minds. Division of Minds. All right, I'm going to have to look up their stuff. They are uh, a very excellent, heavy, hardcore band from from Richmond. Very cool. All right, well, now I know that. So now you also have, obviously, you have another feature on Glow. You have Chris Motionless. And now I know you guys have, you know, you've done shows together before, but what was the process like getting him in to do that track? And was there a specific reason was there a particular reason why you wanted him to do that track in particular? We just felt like it was a, it was a strong song. And uh, basically the, the conversation was, hey, you want to sing on this song? And <laughs> he was very stoked on the idea. He's a big fan of our band yeah. for some reason. And, you know, <laughs> he's, always, he's always been very kind to us. And, you know, he's more so of a friend than anything. And he was uh, very kind and wanted to lend his voice in the record. and. I thought it would, you know, it was just going to be a cool idea. and It worked out, and I think it sounds really awesome. It definitely does. So would that be a possibility in the future that maybe Old Wounds and Motionless and White could go on tour? 
Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, I would love to tour with that band. They, uh, they're a great bunch of guys. You know, we did warp tour with them, so right. technically we have we have toured with them before. Yep. But um, going into warp tour, it's, it's almost like high school. You know, you, you, <laughs> you walk into the cafeteria and you see all the different cliques. It's, you know, you, you're not going to get along with everyone, and that's right. just that's just an obvious thing. But uh, we we linked up very early on, and we have a bunch of similar interests, and they're just really sweet guys and we were you know we were the spooky kids at the lunch table so (laughs) well i'm glad you brought that up because i obviously want to talk a little bit about that because i know you've definitely talked about in the past but i this is gonna sound weird but is your style still there because i haven't been able to see you live so i've seen the music videos but are you still dressing up with the glam rock thing with the goth rock thing you know wearing makeup doing what you used to do um, I, I think I'm doing a, a more reserved look, um, very bare, minimal, very naked, because to me that's, with the almost reinvention of our band, mm-hmm. um, and maybe paying some homage to David Bowie and ah. shedding my skin and, you know, doing all of that, I think that I've, I've definitely dialed it back and toned back all of that, but I still have the vinyl pants in my repertoire, (laughs) if that's what you're asking. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's actually, I I really like that answer. So when you're out on tour right now then, and you're not, if you're you're being more reserved, does that help or hinder your confidence when you're out there? Uh, It's, I I still feel like me. Okay. I'm the same person. I I have, I've had the same confidence that I've had since I've, I've sang in, in, in choir in front of, you know, the Catholic school kids and in front of uh, high school and middle school kids. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I've always sang in front of audiences. I've had the same self-confidence with that. Right. So one of the things that, you know, I thought was very interesting about you, besides, obviously, your music choice and how you present yourself. So you had mentioned before when you had left the band that you wanted to go to barber school. Did you end up doing that yeah. as well? I did, yeah. Did you end up finishing as I got, well? I got super. I got super sick, and then I went to school, and then I got kind of sick again. And I have a, I have a short time left in school because it is a very, very long, long, almost useless process because you don't actually learn how to cut hair in school. You learn hair by by working at a shop. But um, yeah, I, I, it's something that I accomplished, and we're almost we're almost finished. We're we're nearly there. Oh, very cool. Well, do you mind telling me? Because I honestly don't know. I had a roommate in college who cut hair. Sure. It was disgusting because he was terrible at cleaning up after it. But I always thought oh, it was sure. a very, you know, he had a barber chair and everything. And I thought it was oh, always, wow. yeah, I thought it was a very cool art that he would do there. Oh, it's, a, it, it's, totally, it's totally an art. And it's very therapeutic. I mean, I can put on whatever music I want to listen to. And mm-hmm. I take my time and I get to I get to meet great people every day. And, and talk to them and they get to know about me i get to know about them and um it's definitely an art because every haircut i do is different and yeah. it's almost like a painting you, you look at it and you get your brush and you you start doing your thing and i uh i try to make it as creative as possible it's another form of expression absolutely yeah so when you see somebody let's say you had your own shop or let's say you're out on tour and you're doing it and someone comes up to you and asks you to you know cut their hair do you prefer, I guess, where they would say, hey, give me whatever you think would look good? Can you look at someone's head and kind of decide what would look best for them? Oh, absolutely. I wish everybody had that mentality. And they just said, hey, make me look good. <laughs> because everyone's head shape is different. Right. I mean, I've got a few lumps on my head. And I've, you know, I've been cutting hair for a little bit now. And I've seen all sorts of different face shapes and head shapes. And that has to go into account. You know, some, some guy comes in and, you know, he, he wants to look like Brad Pitt, but he looks nothing like Brad Pitt. He's like, hey, make me look like this. And, you know, that's a tough thing. Yeah. I can't make you look like Brad Pitt. I can give you a close haircut. Right. I can give you a, a similar style, but you're just never going to get the same style because everyone's head is different, you know? Exactly. Some people have that ability and some people don't. So it's very cool that that's something that you're able to do. How often do you get to cut hair in general? Well, I've been, uh, I've been working at a shop for like, three months now so i've had my hands in it for 
for over well over a year, but in a very nice barbershop for, for about three months. So I was doing three months of hair, so every day I was, you know, cutting at least eight to fifteen heads a day. So okay. I take my time with each. It takes about an hour and a half. It's uh I work at an upscale barbershop, so Oh sure. It's uh it's kinda of pricely. Yeah. <laughs> uh for, for a haircut, but No, that makes sense. Do you get to do it on tour? Do you have, you know, your tools that you get to take with you as well? That was something that I thought would be really cool if I did. And I, I may still do it in the future, but I, I don't have my tools with me now, no. Oh, okay. I didn't think time would time would allow it for a lot of these shows are, are spread kind of further apart, so the drives are a little bit longer. On something that the tour is a little bit longer and the drives are a little bit shorter, then maybe I'll think about doing something like that. But that that's something I definitely would like to do one day. Yeah, I think that'd be pretty cool. So are you able to do your own hair? Like, Are you able to cut your own hair, or is there someone at the shop that you work at now that you trust with it? Um, I trust, you know what? When I was younger, I, I trusted very few people with my hair. Yeah. But as I was getting into the game myself, I realized that it's hair and it only grows, it grows back, you know? True. true. And how, well, how, you know, if people are going to be brave enough to let me cut their hair, you know, I, I should repay them and let them cut my hair as practice, you know? So I've definitely, as long as they don't mess the top up, we're yeah. good. <laughs> they can they can give me a shoddy taper or a weird thing, but as long as the, the top still has length to it, we're fine. Yeah, you can do something. I've definitely, with that. I've, def- and, you know, I've definitely, definitely given some bad haircuts. You, you, you're going to give about a hundred bad haircuts before you give some good ones. You you really you, well, the only way to learn is to to actually get your hands in hair, and you learn by trial and error. Like, right. There's only so much you can learn in a textbook about doing something with your hands because you have to do it with your hands, you know? Exactly. Yeah, I'd imagine it's similar to trying to learn guitar or trying to learn an instrument if you're not oh, actually, yeah, not actually playing the instrument. So, or, you know, doing vocals. How long do you still have in school? And really, you know, what is the textbook going over? I've got to learn I've got to learn about diseases of the skin. I've got to learn oh. about, you know, fingernails. Uh, there's a whole chapter on you know how to how to paint fingernails really and that's something that yeah there there's a whole lot that goes into it oh so um, yeah go on sorry uh no that's all that's really oh it. <laughs> so i mean look i i've been going the the reason why i'm interested in this is i always wanted to do you know i'm i'm big into soccer is a is a sport sure. for me so a lot a lot of soccer a lot of soccer guys have some really really nice haircuts yeah i've never seen anyone's hair stay the same way so yeah you know that's a that's interests me for a while and then also i've gone to the same person i've gone to the same uh salon for this entire time that i've lived in boston i'm sure that they they love and appreciate you very much i mean i appreciate loyal customers that that come back to me consistently so i'm sure that whoever does your hair feels the same yeah they become your friends you know, they become Absolutely. someone. They, you build a relationship with them. And exactly. If you go to somebody else, they might not tell you, but it's going to hurt their feelings a little bit. Oh, yeah. No, no, for sure. And that's why literally no one has cut my hair except for this one guy at this one place for the last eight years. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. That's that's what happens. But that's why I think it's so interesting that you do it as well because you've also got the passion of music, but you're able to balance both of those out and i think that's very cool absolutely yeah so let's take a trip back so you did choir as a kid but when did you decide that singing in a band that actually being a front man was something that you wanted to do well my dad's a big fan of music he listens to a lot of doo-wop and a lot of oldies a lot of classic rock and he's always got some sort of sound system at home and he's always singing through some crazy rigged up microphone that he's made at home. And <laughs> my brothers played in punk bands and my sister was into a lot of quote unquote alternative music. Okay. So I was always around stuff when I was younger. And um, a lot of it had to do with my brother playing in bands. Um, and I was fascinated with and looked up to my brother, you know, yeah. playing in bands. So that that's kind of what, what sparked my interest. 
So then, you know, obviously being able to sing clean vocals. And by the way, I mean, I'm sure, you know, I've complimented you a few times on the show, but your clean vocals are really great on Glow. Thank and, you. Yeah, I've always enjoyed them. But one of the, you know, one of the things I've always, always loved that you've been able to do is those really great unclean screams. It's one of my favorites yeah. out there. So my oh, question. Thank you very much. Oh, absolutely. So my question to you, though, is how did you figure out you could do that? Did you have any professional training with that? Or did you just, you know, emulate someone that you also like that they could do something similar? No, I mean, kind of just went up there and started yelling. And <laughs> I still do. I, I was never I was never trained how to yell. You know, that's just something that. My my voice has definitely matured. I mean, if you listen to the first record, I I sound like Alvin and the Chipmunks compared to <laughs> the new stuff. Um, but that's just the natural progression of you know whatever changes happen in my my voice. Mm -hmm. That's just human nature. Things change. You know, I'm not going to sound the same that when I was 15 to now. You know, right? Yeah. Um, sure. But yeah, I just kind of get up there and yell, and not. I was I never took any like voice lessons for, for yelling or screaming or anything like that. I just literally comes from the depths of my stomach somewhere. There's a lot of there's a lot of angry things in my stomach, so I'm sure it, it helps. Yeah. I, I would be sure as well. So we had talked about before that with this tour you're going from, you know, from snow into the heat now. You're down, you know, you were in Vegas yesterday, you're in LA today. Does that ever have any effect on your voice? Do you ever blow your voice out? I've actually never lost my voice. The, the cold weather is definitely very, very unkind to right. the voice. Mm -hmm. um, you have to strain a bit more in cold weather. Right. Um, so definitely more punk rock live sounding. For sure. <laughs> definitely in the cold weather, but we're, we're crossing into warm weather and I'm, you know, my voice is loosening up. I feel, I feel a lot better, but, uh, Definitely going in and out of the the snow, the cold, back into the hot. That definitely that definitely messes with it. Yeah. Is there anything? Do you have any, you know, particular remedies? Do you have anything specific that you do to make sure that it's better? I've been drink. I've been drinking some tea, mm -hmm. some throat coat tea that kind of numbs the throat a little bit, and that's definitely helped. And um, I've. I've got some cough drops, but nothing nothing crazy. You should mostly be drinking water. It's the best thing for you. Right. Very true. Very true. Now, by the end of November, you're going to be back towards the New Jersey area. Do you have any there plans? Yeah. yeah. Do you have any plans for December for touring? Do you have anything planned for next year? As of right now, um, we don't have anything uh, in December. We might do... We not might. We want to do uh, a proper hometown show sometime cool. in the winter. So we're looking at like January or February for that. Okay. Um, but we're just letting the album kind of soak in, and mm -hmm. we're taking it from there. We we have you know every intention of touring from from here on out. So anyone that wants to play with us that is cool, we think's cool. We're we're trying to go on tour with them. Sure. So we talked a lot about Glow, obviously. was It's a very personal album. Is there anything else you want people to take away when they hear Glow? I mean, aside from the music aspect of the album, um, for a very long time, I just wanted someone to feel the way that I feel. And I know that there's a lot of people that are worse off than me, but I just felt for a long time that I was very unrelatable and with the album being out for just a week I've been approached by so many different people that, that suffer in different ways with chronic illnesses and all sorts of things that have, have you know they, they've come to me and they've told me that the album empowers them in a way mm -hmm. and that that means everything to me you know yeah I understand. Okay, so, terrible transition here, but we're at the end of the show. Let me switch gears here, and it's going to seem weird, but we, we talked a lot because I, I like what you just said. 
you've got haircutting, you've got music. Is there anything else that inspires you with books, TV shows, movies? We always like to kind of end things off by talking about a little bit of what also makes you you, if that makes sense. Hmm. If, well, I feel like that might be a hard question to, to answer, but I feel like if you ask one of my friends, they'd probably tell you that I was a little bit too obsessive with comic books and, and Batman. Okay. And then I should find some other hobbies. <laughs> <laughs> so do you still collect comic books? Do you still go to stores while you're out on tour and get... Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. What is there anything specific that you follow right now? Hmm, right now, I'm trying to cut back on, on expenses, but sure. I'm a big fan of, of the Daredevil books right now. Oh, very nice. Um and I'll I'll always I'll always read Batman just because I've been very loyal to him for so long. Sure. Why stop now? Yeah. <laughs> absolutely no. I I also collect comic books, so I totally oh, get rad. that. Yeah. I mean I I don't go so I think the only DC one that I follow right now, I'm a big fan of Suicide Squad. Sure. Yeah, that's the one I follow. I haven't read any, I haven't read any of those books. I think for the most part, DC's kind of got a lot of stinker books going on right now. Oh, I think yeah. Marvel's got a lot a lot more going on for them right now. For sure. Um, but yeah, I think, I think Batman's just a very interesting character. He's got the such a wide array, you know, as far as his rogues gallery. I don't think any any other character has quite as many iconic characters in this entire universe. Oh sure. Yeah, especially on the villain's end. That's that's definitely for sure. Well let me let me switch for a second. So you mentioned Daredevil, have you watched the T V show? Oh yeah, I'm a I'm a huge fan. I think Charlie Cox is a is a great actor. I watched him uh he was in that show Boardwalk Empire with oh that was, that was based on like yeah. the, the gangsters and the the prohibition days in Atlantic City. Yep. He was in that show and I was a big fan of him there, but I think he does a really good job in the Daredevil show. Yeah. I, I just like how dark and gritty it is. I think yes. the fight scenes are, are super realistic and they're not far fetched. Right. And, uh, For a I just superhero, think it's, it's yeah. Overall done really well. Yeah, they they seem to outdo themselves every season. They always have one of those major fight scenes that just like tops the other one and it just oh, yeah. works really well the third the third season i think was incredible that fight scene between him and bullseye that first fight scene in the office yep my 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 jaw was unhinged the entire time i was watching it that right that's yeah i even loved the uh the prison riot i thought was done excellent oh that was awesome yeah so good so good all right kevin so i think that is a perfect place to end. We hit everything that we need to talk about tonight. I am going to have links in the description of the episode so that everyone can follow Old Wounds, so that you can pick up Glow, see where your tour dates are, catch you guys live. But for right now, is there any other way that is the best way to support you guys? Um, just going to wherever you can to buy our record, coming to a show finding it online, streaming it, listening to it, stealing it, but <laughs> mostly just listening to it because uh, that's an awesome thing when people appreciate what you do. And uh, I'm very flattered at the response thus far, but hopefully more people are into it. Absolutely. So, Kevin, once again, like I said, this has been a long time coming. I'm very happy For to sure. be able to speak with you. and I Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. I think I said it before. I love the new album. I love Glow. Been a fan you, for a you. really long time. So I'll tell the guys they'll 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 be very appreciative of your kind words. Please do. And I can't wait till you guys come back to Boston so I can see you live. So once again, man, thank you so much. Thank you. You have a good one. Welcome back, everyone. I'm so glad I got a chance to speak with Kevin. I'm sure you heard me fanboy there, but I really don't care. This was in the works from even before Kevin left Old Wounds. I hope you all enjoyed that. A big thanks to Kevin for taking time out during his busy tour schedule to be on the show, and to Bill for helping set all of this up. Much appreciated. 
You can support Kevin and Old Wounds by following the links in the description of the episode and by picking up their new album, Glow. If you haven't, you really should. Also, if you liked what you heard, you can support me, Ian Hates, by following the other links in the description. I'm going to end tonight with a track to kill for off the new album, Glow. And I will leave you, the way I always do, long days and pleasant nights. Thanks, everyone.